To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Hey everybody, welcome into Financially Fit with Kyle and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement into the new year, January editions of our podcast. We are rolling out and this week we are going to talk about basically financial literacy, the three qualities of money. Uh, and so we'll tell you what those qualities are and, and what they mean and all that good kind of stuff here in just a second. But what's going on, Kyle? How are you and how was your holiday? Doing pretty well. Everyone's still safe and healthy. Good. Um, well, you know, the baby time's approaching here at the end of March, so we're getting excited. We were able to travel to see each of our sides of the family and spend some time with them and see some, you know, brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews that we haven't been able to see for a while. So oh, good. Yeah. Luckily, you know, they live driving distance to where we were able to go see them. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Other than that, we're just ready for uh, this new year. Well, it's here. It's upon us. And like I said, this is our uh, beginning. This is our first edition of uh, the new year. And of course, you know, expectations are good. We, we, we certainly want to set expectations for lots of things in life. And I don't think we should put too much uh, strain on 2021 to be this amazing year because it's still going to have its set of challenges, but hopefully it will be a better year. That's the idea, at least anyway. Uh, and with that, let's get in and talk a little bit about the three qualities of money. So let's just make it kind of simple. Jump right in. What are the three qualities of money, Kyle? Typically, we break this down into three um, terms or growth, safety, and liquidity. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about qualities. We can really just talk about what is an, an investment or you know an investment consists of. Um, right. And typically, it can't have all three of these. Um, that, that'd be like the qualities. magic unicorn, right? Uh, yeah, people- like, it doesn't exist. <laughs> if it did exist, like... I wouldn't have a job. Or you'd have a line out the door or one of the two. Everybody would be walking around the streets, you know, really, really rich. Well, (laughs) and it's also a bit of a, a, you know, conundrum because you think, okay, growth, safety, and liquidity, it would be kind of hard to get all of those in any one single investment. And people do ask about that quite a lot. And it's just not the case. And that's why you have a plan, not just a portfolio, but a diversified plan that's going to take into account, you know, Typically, the saying is two of three is what you get. So you can have different products, different vehicles, different things that are going to provide you with some of these. And then by having a nice basket of stuff, and not just a basket of mutual funds, okay, but a basket of different kinds of things, asset classes, so on and so forth, it's going to help you really achieve these three things, growth, safety, and liquidity. So since we kind of said all of that, let's just kind of break a few of them down to make it real simple. Cash. What of the three qualities do we find in cash, Kyle? When we typically do our investment philosophy, what I've noticed is when I kind of break things down into our bucketing plan, mm-hmm. it kind of allows people to see like this bucket needs to have these two, the three, and then this bucket needs to have these two, the three, and then this bucket needs to have two. I think it understands like you don't, you can have it all, but you have to be able to like segment like right. what. So you're not like giving up something that you might need, you know, in the long term. Right. So like cash, that would be like our now bucket. That's mm-hmm. going to be like money that's at the bank or like cash sitting inside your investment account. The purpose of that is you're going to have that safety and liquidity, but we're giving up the growth, which is fine because we don't have money, you know, in that now bucket or cash to grow. It's there for that comfort funds, you know, that sleep the, at night. The emergency money, fund that, we think of yeah, a lot, emergency, right? Hey, we got to mm-hmm. need this money in six months to, you know, put all cash down in the new car or whatever. Right. Um, it's there no matter what. 
Yeah. And typically you think like FDA is the insured, you know, kind of the cash in the bank. You've got that safety Correct. aspect. You can pull it out when you need it, you know, just kind of the basics there. But yeah, anytime, if anybody's gone and looked at CD rates over the last probably 10 years, there's just not much growth going Correct. on. I mean, there. if you look at, you know, safety, what does that get you today? Like, if you go to certificates of disappointment, like, you know, you're safe, but like, you know, <laughs> safely backwards. You're, yeah. And your money is still liquid at the bank, but it's right. not growing. So okay. I tend to see when we look at, you know, just that right there, mm-hmm. um, people have have an issue of figuring out like, what's the right amount. And then they start using like rules of thumb and all different types. It's really, what can you see that's in that account or those accounts that's in cash that's safe and liquid that allows you to sleep at night. Yeah. There's, yeah. The, there's no like magic number. Right. Three months, six months, whatever. There's all those different kinds of uh, philosophies out there, but it's really each individual situation uh, having enough to cover some of the, you know, the bills and expenses, but then also allowing you to have that, uh, you know, that tummy rule where you're not just, you know, upset constantly, just stressed out over it. Uh, but that's the breakdown on cash. So, yeah, I, I like the way you were talking about that. That's that's just one bucket. That's the now bucket, the emergency fund, however you want to call it. So let's go over to the stocks, bonds, and mutual funds because that's what we tend to think of when we think of investment vehicles. What are the qualities found there? So typically when we're looking at the the stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, that's really going to be – your purpose should be growth factored. Um, just know that you're, you're going to get some good growth in those accounts over long periods of times and short periods of times. But you also have that liquidity um, inside those accounts. Really, you can get that money out at any time, mm-hmm. depending on you know trading days and all that types of stuff. So you have growth and liquidity, but you really have no safety, no guarantees on any of that stuff that's really invested in the stock market. It's the whims like of that. the market, right? So that's why when we look at our bucketing tiers, most of those types of investment vehicles are going to be found in what we call that later bucket, where we're long-term mind invested. And you know, we want that good long-term growth. Right. But, and that's kind of knowing that we don't have that safety. We just never want to be forced to have to like sell at a loss at any time. And sometimes people might say, that growth. sometimes people might push back and say, well, you know, how liquid are some of these things? Uh, you're not talking as liquid as cash, but you can usually get to it within a reasonable amount of time, a couple of days. Yeah, you know, we're not talking about some like, you know, real estate investment trust and all this, you know. Right, we'll get some, to that. There's some stuff that yeah. you can get invested into, like market related, that's really like you're giving up a lot of liquidity. Right, right. So it's fairly, it's still pretty liquid when you're talking about basic stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Yeah, like 90% of what we're talking about is going to be pretty liquid. You know, they could sell midday. Right. Um, and then, you know, if you have some old school mutual funds or depending on what type of, they can't sell to the end of the business day, but typically pretty liquid. Yeah. Okay. And of course, as well, like I said, we all know that typically there's not a lot of safety involved in the market. That's kind of the point. Uh, and so that later bucket there. So, you know, for example, in 2020, what we saw happen was obviously in, Mar- in uh, February, March with all the 30% decline due to COVID, you know, so on and so forth. A lot of the people who had a good plan in place, they weren't panicking because most of that was being, that was affecting their later bucket. And of course, as it happened, it, all that came back. So, you know, it's again, it's all about having, you know, you got these three qualities and if you've got a right plan in place, you have different vehicles that are providing you the different qualities. So that was the stock bonds, mutual funds. Let's do annuities because that one gets tossed up a lot. So what are the three qualities sometimes found in here? Yeah, the A word. Oh, man. Yeah, the big old A word. That's that's right. It's either going to throw someone in the wrong direction or it's going to be talking their their, uh, financial lingo there. So, you know, when we think about annuities, there's three types. You got fixed, fixed indexed, and variable. Those are the three, like what what exists really today. You know, your immediate annuities, which is like your pensions, we're not really talking about those. Um, So, 
typically there's going to be through your insurance carriers. So I'm only going to be specifically talking about two of the three um, because really that variable annuity is invested in typically mutual funds. So that's going to kind of take us back to that growth factor we talked about last time. So fixed and fixed index annuities are going to give you some growth potential. Um, They give you that safety factor because the insurance companies are not taking on the risk. But in return, you do give up some liquidity. Um, right. So just like as an example, if you did like a fixed index annuity with a 10-year contract, that contract might say, hey, you can only pull out 10% of your account value each year until that 10th year and it's 100% liquid. So you're giving up liquidity in exchange for like, hey, this, this account can never go backwards. It can only go upwards. But when it grows, you only get a certain percentage of it. The rest of it goes to the insurance carrier. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not too good to be true. Um, you know, typically... You know, annuities do get a bad rap out there. One is because of, you know, just people trying to hit sales quotas and all they believe is in the annuity, blah, blah, blah. They could be a good piece of the pie, but they shouldn't be like the pie. Yeah, I gotcha. And that's kind of typically what I've seen is if you have an annuity, you need to use it as part of your retirement plan, not so much the product to answer all of your problems. Yeah, like anything, right? I mean, there's there's good, there's pros and cons, goods and bads to any different kind of financial product. So it's how it may or may not work for your situation that becomes the, the key focal point. But you can find, again, two of the three qualities in there. Uh, you mentioned real estate investment trust, REITs, but let's talk about actual just real estate. Um, you know, that's obviously a big thing, your flips and flops. And, you know, it seems like every everybody knows somebody who in their local town is, you know, buying up some rental properties or things of that nature. And a lot of retirees want to use that. What are, are some qualities and, and how do we want to kind of view real estate? Yeah, real estate can be a piece of the financial plan, depending on, you know, let's just talk about your I have some people, you know, clients that have been in their homes 20 or 30 years and, you know, when they bought it, it was at 230 and today it's worth like 700,000. So, you know, I think real estate, you know, over a young person's, let's just talk about someone that's, you know, my age 30 until they go 60 to 70. If you do it right, you know, with interest rates and everything that's going on in the housing market, that's a very good way to accumulate, you know, some a good real net worth and assets over time is, you know, look at real estate and how it's appreciating over time based upon where you're at. Um, again, it could be very limited. You could have, you know, home equity lines of credits available. You know, just depends. Um, you could do rental properties. But again, it, it just, you really do have some good growth over long periods of time. It's typically a pretty safe investment, but you're just really, you know, historically giving up some liquidity. Yeah. And everybody has, again, those different kinds of components. Well, hopefully you have those different kinds of components in your plan, and that's how you wind up with that diversity. So instead of trying to chase some you know, magical unicorn of one investment that does everything, you have a variety of things that helps you accomplish growth, safety, liquidity, and those different buckets and those different time periods so that you kind of have your your now money, you have your later money, you have your just, you know, just down the road, just a little bit money. So you have those different kinds of pieces and that's really what makes up a good overall, you know, financial plan, correct? That's correct. You got to figure out the balance that, that you needs, you know, it's not the same for everybody. Right. And I think once you kind of find, you know, okay, I only need this much here and this much in this bucket, and then this is buckets, you know, for growth. I think it, it alleviates some of the stress of trying to do all this timing and all this fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. And that's why you want to work with a financial professional and investment advisor representative like Kyle. 
You can reach out to them if you've got questions about the qualities of money or the three different types of uh, that we discussed today or how it might be affecting your plan or lack thereof, how your bucket system might be set up. If you have questions or concerns, reach out to them before you take any action. You should always do that with any uh, show that you hear, ours or any others, always talk with a qualified professional about how it relates to you specifically and your retirement plans. 913-257-3991 is how you can call him. 913-257-3991. You can do us a favor if you'd like by subscribing to the podcast. Uh, That way you'll get notifications when a new one comes out. You'll catch the new episodes. We typically do about twice a month. Uh, put out new podcasts with some new content that'll hopefully uh, provide you with a useful nugget or two of information. And if you'd like to do so, you can just simply type in financially fit in any podcasting app search box that you use, like Apple, Google, Spotify, so on and so forth. Or you can just find it all at mocanfinancial.com, M-O-K-A-N financial.com. Again, that's mocanfinancial.com. Kyle, my friend, thanks for your time. Thanks for explaining the three qualities of money for us this week. I appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you soon. Take care. We appreciate your time, folks, here on the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, and we'll see you next time here on Financially Fit with Kyle Hammerschmidt. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., RWA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Mocan Financial and RWA are not affiliated. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. This information is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice and cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. Please note that Mocan Financial and its affiliates do not give legal or tax advice. You are encouraged to consult your tax advisor or attorney.